It's Grokka time once again. I'm riding solo today. Alec pulls out more than Ron Jeremy. He's not here today. And Aljamain Di Stefano, reigning champ. Di Stefano, I believe that's how you pronounce it. He's not here either. So it's me. It's all me, the backbone of the uh, the Grokka Republic. So that's fine. All right. We're getting into this card, which is UFC Fight Night. Uh, Tiago Santos against Yamaha Hill. Before we get into the main card here, I've got to go over some of the prelims. Two juicy prelims coming at you. First one, Sam Alvey. Everyone knows I'm a big fan of Sam Alvey. Massive underdog on this one. Sam Alvey's been on a bit of a, a bad run lately. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it here. He's lost last seven, I think it is. He's got one split draw in there with uh Daniel Jung. That was questionable. Anyway, Sam, I'm a Sam fan. He did he did call in that uh that episode that we were talking about, why one of his fights was called off due to rain. That was at the uh, K, uh, KOTC chain reaction back in 2010. That was uh, at, where was that? Wisconsin? Uh, it's the Torch of the Flames or Flames of the Torch. Or something. I don't know, some casino, they didn't want to message me back anymore. So good old Sam Alvey has jumped in and... Um, uh, he actually made a made a call to us and, and told us what happened. Do I have that on here? No, I don't. Anyway, anyway, Sam's a good guy. I'm picking Sam on this one against Mikhail Oleksiuk. Uh, Oleksiuk. He's Polish. I think he was KSW from memory. One of those. One of those champs. Anyway, uh, Polish power there. He's going up against Sam Alvey. Oh, I think this is going to be Sam Alvey's last fight. As much as I hate to say it, as much as I do like Sam Alvey, and I've, I've, I've been quite open with it. I know he hasn't been on a bad run, but I'm always supporting good old Sam. does have a Grokka shirt in his possession, so, uh, yeah, Sam would be nice for you to wear that once in a while and maybe put it on your Instagram, but that's fine. No, no, we're fine. We're not Greg or Gillespie or, or, or um, Heather Hardy who do it, does it for us. That's fine. That's, it. that's how you want to be. Okay, he's coming up against Michael Oleg Shizuk. Oh, how good am I with the pronunciation of the names? Pronunciation. Uh, he is, Sam is a heavy underdog in this one here. Let's have a look at some of these odds. What are we? Sam Alvey, Jesus Christ, $5.75. Now, I'm also doing a massive multi this week. We're going back to the million to one multi. Uh, with this one, just for an example, I'm going to put Sam Alvey by KO in this one. Sam Alvey, $12.50 to one. That's free money uh, for all the people who do watch. Free money. That's what we like here. Before Sam Alvey possibly KOs Mikhail and retires on top, on top, when I say on top, just say after a win. Before that, it's even a fight I'm even more excited about. Bigger underdog, but I have absolutely no doubt on the uh, the Ghost Pepper. He's taken on Terrence McKinney, Eric Gonzalez, the Ghost Pepper. Uh, he is definitely one of my favourites. Big fan of the show. Often sends me a message, just sees how we're going. Yeah, it's going great. Okay, the Ghost Pepper has a record of four and six, which is pretty good if you ask me. He's coming off a loss to Jim Miller, though, which um, that happened in October last year, but he's way better now. Ghost Pepper's got this absolutely no doubt in my mind. I believe he has some Mexican background in him, which means he's tough. And he's from Torrance, California. Torrance, I've never heard of that place. Anyway, so the Ghost Pepper's coming in, and he is also a massive underdog here. So we're going to start this multi off juicy. Where is he? He's 7 to 1. Jesus Christ. 7 to 1, 14 to 1 by KO. I think Eric's going to get this one on points. I'll be honest. As much as I think the Ghost Pepper can knock out, um, can knock out Terence, 
think uh, Eric's going to do this bit safer, and he's going to win on points seventeen to one. That's a, that's a fat odds. That's some great odds. That's part of the multi. That's in there. To kick off the main card here, we've got women's flyweight. We've got two ladies both coming off a win, incredibly, because their records aren't great. We've got Ariana Lipsky, who beat Mandy Baum, who I'm not a big fan of anymore. She left me on red on Instagram, so, yeah, unlucky. Uh, next up, we have Priscilla Cachoeira. All right, Priscilla... She's probably the biggest cheat going on in uh, in the UFC after that eye gouge we saw with Gillian Robertson. She's looking rough. Anyway, she's coming off a win also in February this year. That wasn't too bad. That was a, a UG win over Ji Yong Kim. That was in uh, Las Vegas. And fight of the night. Jesus Christ, that's generous. I think they need to get her a bit of money. She's not looking well. She looks possibly like she's indulged in some party. Uh, how would you say it? Just say some maybe not so legal party drugs. You know how she looks. Just have a look at her. Yeah, she's not good. She had a rough deal, right? She her debut, her UFC debut was against Valentina Shevchenko. So how'd you like to come into the UFC and say, Oh yeah, here's Valentina straight off the bat. Priscilla's three and five in the UFC. Not great. If that was in the men's division, you'd probably be cut. Lipsky's three and four. It's about the same. Jesus Christ, both these girls need a win. They're both on the cusp of being cut, I believe, before their last fight. They both got a win. So good on you. Lipsky beat Mandy Baum, and as I said, Priscilla beat G Kong Yim. Uh, Lipsky's a former KWS champ. Jeez, flyweight champ, she was. Uh, Lipsky's one inch shorter, but if you have a look at them, when they weigh in, have a look at them, and you tell me that there's only an inch difference. I reckon Priscilla looks at least three, four inches taller. She's a lot bigger than Lipsky. That's just what I think. Anyway. With this one, let's have a look at some odds here. I'm going to go Lipsky. Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, not Lipsky. Jesus Christ. I'm going to go Priscilla. Straight off the bat. Let's have a look at some odds here. Priscilla underdog. Jesus, this multi is going to be so juicy. Uh, what is she? $2.46. Lipsky's one fifty-five. Now Priscilla's got this. Priscilla has got this. I mean, guaranteed Ghost Pepper is going to win 7-1. to one. That's free money. Sam Alvey's going to finish his career on, his UFC career, sorry, on a win. He's 5.75, so Priscilla Cochera. Cochera? I don't know how to say that name. Anyway, so she's going to win as well. So three underdogs. Oh, so fat, this multi. Next up, we have Augusto Sakai against Sergei Spivak. Sergei's getting good. Jeez, I thought he was average. Sakai, uh, a few, jeez, a couple of years back now, I think 2019, he was a real contender for the belt. Uh, he was on a five-fight win streak. He had wins over Arlovsky, Blagoy Oven, and Blagoy Ovenov, which is definitely not an easy feat. He's gone 0-3 in his last three. He's been KO'd three times. He was KO'd, I think it was late by Overeen. Uh, Jozinho put him down and then Taitui Vasa. That was a big upset. That started Taitui Vasa's run to the title. So he's got Cyril Garn coming up soon. That'll be good. That'll be good. Spivak. It's his ninth fight in three years. Good on him. He guys, he, he puts it in there. I think the UFC fighters are contracted to three fights a year. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Has been, has happened before. But I think it's three fights a year. So he obviously milks that for all he can. Good on you, Spivak. Uh, his last win was over, oh, how good was that? Over Greg Hardy. Retired Greg Hardy. Which is good in a way. As in retired him from UFC. It's good in a way because... I admit, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was never the biggest Greg Hardy fan. If you go back through any of my uh, stories or any of the posts that you see on, on, on any of our social media, you'll see 
that we've never been the greatest um, Greg Hardy fan. We haven't tried to sugarcoat that. Uh, his losses. He's only had three losses in the UFC, which is not too bad. He lost to Walt. I believe that was on his debut. That was a few years back. He's lost to Marcin Tibera, and most recently he dropped one to Aspinall, which is understandable. I won't get into Aspinall and that suspect knee injury. I, I don't believe he injured his knee. That's just me. I don't know if the other two were here. They'd be barking at me. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, he has an early win over Ty Tuivasa. That's a Spivak I'm talking about. It's before Ty pulled his head in and started absolutely dominating like he does. So out of this one, I'm going Spivak. He's on a charge. Let's have a look at some odds here. Spivak is always a dollar thirty-three heavy favourite. Uh, Augusto sitting on 334. I think I'm going to have to tip the favourite here. So Sergio Spivak, I don't know how he's going to do it. I'll have a look into that a bit later, and I'll get that million-dollar-to-one bet on. So just just calm down, all right? It's coming. <sighs> Next up, we have a women's flyweight. This is to decide the tough, I don't know, 50 or something, whatever it is, the uh, ultimate fighter uh, women's flyweight champ. I don't know how to say this. This is going to be a low-quality fight. I did watch Brogan Walker fight a couple of times in that Ultimate Fighter, and she won, obviously. She's in the final. That's how it works. But Brogan was not impressive. That's just me. That's just my opinion. Um, she is in Victor. She's, uh, she used to fight in Victor. That's right. That's how she got in the tough house. That's right. So she's lost to um, Pearl Gonzalez and Blanchfield as well. So she didn't look good in tough. I, I don't think so. That's just my opinion. Um, she did enough to win. But no, she had some, I think a gas tank was questionable. Anyway, I think she's going to struggle in the UFC badly. I mean, if she wins this, she's obviously getting the UFC contract. But the difference between this, the standard of the ultimate fighter and the actual UFC is massive. I don't think, maybe going full-time training, maybe that, because obviously there's probably all holding down jobs at the same time as doing this. But going full-time training, getting the right coaches, maybe. Maybe she's a chance. I don't think she is. But maybe she is. I could be wrong. She's coming up against Juliana Miller, or Juliana Miller, as most people say. She has only had three pro fights. Jesus Christ. She's 2, 1, and 0. I don't even know why I put that 0 in there. Uh, she's 7-0 and as an amateur. This is what gets me right, is... Obviously, Dana and the UFC do love uh, people that don't go to the cards. They do um, they do look for finishes. As an amateur, she's seven and zero, and she's got one KO, three subs, and three decisions. So it's just above fifty percent for actually finishing people. Which, as an amateur, I don't know. I think um, personally, I think should be a bit better. I thought to get invited into the UFC house I think you'd have to be a finisher I think out of those seven amateur wins three profile wins let's have a look at this girl hang on stand by in her pro career though she does have two sub wins both first round both again what's his first one against Sadie Hubbard let's have a look at Sadie's record Jesus Christ Sadie's <laughs> Sadie Hubbard's record is oh she's going to give it away she is zero and five four subs and one decision Jesus Christ, Sadie, give it away. And the other one up is Kendall the Crocodile Hollowell. No, different looking girl, I'll give you that. Anyhow, she's two and two. So, Jesus, it's not exactly like her pro, um, her pro, her pro fight opponents have been 
quality. Brogan's a little bit better. I don't know. Anyway, I had a look at a photo. If you can, you get on and have a look at a photo of um, of uh, Juliana Miller here. She looks a bit like, um, oh, what the hell's that guy's name from Ice Age? This is where I need Alec. For once in my life, I need Alec here. Hang on, stand by. There we go. There we go. This is where I need Alec in here because he knows all these. He, Alec still watches cartoons. She looks a bit like Sid. I'll put a photo up. I've probably got it up now. Uh, she looks a bit like Sid from Ice Age. That's what I reckon. What do they call her? Bob. These call these people Bob Hawks. Body off Baywatch, head off Crime Watch. Anyway, good on you, Juliana, for making the finals. I wish you all the best here, but I think, as average as Brogan Walker Sanchez is, I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna do this. She's gonna get this done, and she's gonna have the belt. Oh, the belt, the trophy. Jeez, no one wants a trophy. No one wants a belt. Let's have a look at some odds here. What are we doing? Brogan two dollars. Oh, Brogan's not even the favourite. Oh, this multi is going to be so fat. It's going to be great. Oh, million to one. It's coming up. I'll do, I'll do it all at the end anyway. So don't calm down. You don't have to be writing all this down. I'll do a separate uh, bit at the end with all the uh, the million dollar to one tips. And that's for you guys. Up next we have the heavyweight uh, final for the tough. Probably should look it up. I don't know. 30, 50, whatever it is. Pena and... Um, Nunes, the one that's just going on now that no one watched. All right, so this is a heavyweight final. So we've got Zach Palga against Muhammad Usman, which is the younger brother of Kamara. Okay, Zach, he's 5-0 as a pro. Not too bad. Did some fighting in the LFA and Cage Warriors. Four to sit. Now, this is, this is what I found a bit weird, right? He's got, he fought four times in 2021. That's pretty good. Four times. Nice. Like Sergei Spivak fighting... Nine times in three years or whatever the hell I said before. So that's a lot for a heavyweight, especially going to the cards. Imagine going to the cards like three, what's that, three times? Three out of four times? Probably three out of four times. Um, three out of four times he's gone to the cards in 2021. So he's had three rounds, four fights. I don't know. I can't work this out. So he's had over, he's had, he's had a lot. He's, he's fought a lot this year, and I don't know how the hell he's... um. He's managed to put in four fights if he's going the distance. Oh, his cardio's like, maybe it's questionable. He's six foot. He's normally two fights at 205, so he's gone up. But he is going to be small for a heavyweight. I reckon if he does win this, he's a favorite from memory. Where are we here? Got to get this up. This is where I need Aljamain in here with stats, with the, with the betting. Gee, Zach is a massive favorite. $1.37. Mohamed Usman is three eleven. I'm going Usman. I'll tell you why in a sec. But uh, if Zach does manage to somehow pull this off and and get the win, I reckon he's going to drop straight down to two hundred five. He's at six foot. You just you're just not big enough for some of these boys. I mean, I know what's Jarzinho. I mean, he's not good, but Jarzinho uh, sitting on about five eleven from memory. I think he's too small. I think he's going to be a lot better at light heavyweight. This is my opinion. That's my opinion. Call Dana. Let him know. Okay, he's up against Muhammad Usman. This guy is a tank. I'm going to have a photo up here if anyone's actually watching this on YouTube. This guy's a mountain. Jesus Christ, this guy's scary. Uh, he's 7-2 and two as a pro. Like I said, he's the younger brother. He's just a ginormous man. He's an intimidating man. Let's have a look at... Let's have a, let's have a gander. Scary looking man. Muhammad Usman. The mo- Muhammad the, the motor Usman. The motor... Guess he's got a bit of a gas tank. I don't know. Maybe. 
So he's seven and two. This is the pro. Uh, he has he's quite well rounded actually. He's got three KOs, two subs, and two decisions. Jesus Christ, six two. He's a big boy. Two forty. So it's about one hundred and nine kilos. He's a large man. Anyway, so he I thought he'd be a knockout artist. I really did. But he's got two subs in there. Who's he subbed? Anyone decent? No, first two wins were subs. Let's have a look at some of these quality opponents of um of Usman. Oh Jesus Christ. Derek Williams, he's four and seven. That's not impressive. Oh Jesus, Dante Harrell, one and seven. See, none of this is impressing me. Here and oh my god. God, this guy, butter, Van Michael, Van Michael, have a look, if, if anyone can get on there, have a look at Van Michael, Palacio, Palacio, did I say that right, P-L-A-A-C-I-O, this man is not known for his cardio, oh Jesus Christ, his record is not great either, he's four and five, and he's on a four fight skid, anyway, so neither of them had any decent opponents from the look of it. So I don't know. I don't, I, I'm going to go, and I shouldn't do this, but I will. I'm going to go Usman just on the name. And I just think his hands, I reckon with Kamara in his corner, I reckon he's a red-hot chance. His name's The Motor, though. Shouldn't he have good cardio? No, I don't know. We'll see. I have watched a little bit of one of his tough fights. I wasn't interested. I'll be honest. I did give the tough... How about I actually just look it up? Um, I'll actually look it up what um, number it was because I'm being quite disrespectful towards the whole thing. Ultimate Fighter 30. I think I said that somewhere in there. Ultimate Fighter 30. Here we go. So Brogan, she had... Oh, I watched Brogan Walker against Hannah Guy. If you want to watch one of the most low-quality fights, watch Brogan Walker Sanchez against Hannah Guy. Um, so she's what? Well, so she's got a majority decision. She's got a UD. This is not going to be great. All right, so we're going to go Muhammad here. So Muhammad's come in. Ah, oh, this fight's going to be a joke. Muhammad has a UD win over Michael Sipe, Mitchell Sipe, not Michael Sipe, isn't he the lead singer R.E.M. And he also has a split win over Eduardo. Oh, nice name, Perez. And what's uh, what's Zachy boy doing? He's got a UD win over Noel Bartling. And Jordan Heidemann, he has a TKO, number two. That doesn't make sense. Shouldn't, uh, I don't know what's going on. Listen, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This uh, this card is going to, this this card could go one of two ways. I have, I have made big calls before saying cards are going to be awesome and they have been absolute dog shit. And other ones uh, I said are going to be average and have turned juicy. So I'm, 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 I'm tipping everything tells me that this card is going to be Joe average, but I don't know. Surprise me, guys! I'm 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 going with Sid the Sloth and uh, Usman's brother to actually fire this card up for me. I don't know if it's going to happen. May do, may not. Probably won't. But anyway, Vicente Luque, he's fighting Jeff Hands of Steel now. Luque is fourteen and three. Is that fourteen and three in the UFC? Probably is. I don't know. I'm not going to check it. Uh, he has finished, I believe he's only gone to the cards once. I'm talking about his wins here. So out of his 14 wins, he has 13 finishes, only one going to the card, and that was against the 1% black man, Mike Perry. So that's saying something. He is 
Right. His only losses are to Leon Edwards, Wonder Boy, and his last fight against Bilal Muhammad, which could have gone either way. I think he's the most underrated in this division. And it's not just because of his record, but it's also how he wins. It's what The thing about this is why I like Vicente, all right, is he beats his opponents on their strength. Like, for example, uh, he subbed Kiesa, who was known as a ground man, Woodley, well, it's Woodley, and uh, Nico Price, all via sub, and that's sort of their go-to. And then he goes off and he KOs Randy Brown, Jalen Turner, and Barbarina, who are known for KOs. So I think Luke is something else. I reckon he's great, and I reckon he will... I reckon he'll get this done. Also, going back to that Bilal, Muhammad, uh, Bilal Muhammad card, right? This is where the judges are just... I don't know what's going on with the judges, but this is why I reckon it could have gone to Vicente. If, just say, say for example, Vicente, it was close, but he just won the first round, and the second round was just as close, and Vicente just won the second round. I think the judges are more likely to score the second round in favour of the person who didn't win the first round. Does that make sense? Probably not. But I think they'd like to go into the third third round as a one as as one on one because if it's a close fight and then someone absolutely dominates the last round, maybe not a ten eight, but like just a little bit less than a ten eight, so like a ten nine. But there's been two close rounds and you give them both to Vicente. And then absolute domination from Bilal in the third. Vicente still wins. Does that make sense? So that's why I reckon that second round... I reckon second round is where all the drama, the drama happens with these judges because they're more likely to give it to the guy that didn't win the, win the first round. hope that makes sense. If it made sense, put something in the comments. Or don't. I don't really care. Anyway, Vicente, he is up against... Oh, Jeff, hands of steel now. Jeff, if you have a look at photos of Jeff, he's always looking disappointed in me. You have a look at him and he's just like, you can see he's just got that little bit of disgust on his face towards you. I don't know why. Maybe this is his face. I think he looks like Wanda Sykes. I hope that's not offensive. Probably is. Someone's probably going to get offended. I'm not trying to be offensive. I just think he looks like Wanda Sykes. That's just, that's just how I feel about it. And that has got nothing to do with male, female. I don't need anyone on my case, all right? So that's just my opinion. That opinion is not shared by anyone else. Just me. Probably Alec would share it as well. So direct all your anger towards Alec De Silva. All right, he's 7-2 in the UFC. His only losses. Oh, he's also lost to Wonder Boy and Neil Magny. 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 Oh, Neil Magny. He is he's a multi killer, that man. He's coming off a split win over Ponsonibio, which I tip Ponsonibio, so it's hard because I'm pretty one eyed when it comes to judging. I'd be the worst judge ever. I would just I would just cheat and just pick my favourites. I tell you. That's this is what I'd do. This is my opinion. Izzy would never win a decision. I don't care how much he dominated. I wouldn't pick him. Um Judging was questionable with that um, Ponsonibio. The reason I thought it was questionable is because Derek Cleary, I had a look, I did rewatch that fight, and I watched, um, had a look at the scorecards, and uh, Derek Cleary scored at 30-27, so he gave every round to um, Jeff Hands of Steel, Hands of Steel, Neil. And whereas Crosby turned around and gave it 28-29, so he actually gave two of the rounds to, um, uh, to Jesus Christ, to Ponsonibio. 
See, so it's like thirty twenty seven. So it's just too much of a difference. I believe. I don't think you. Could, I don't think you could have a split. I don't think it's right to have a split decision, and then also have a thirty twenty seven. That makes sense. Probably not. It's not making a lot of sense. It makes sense to me. I know what I'm saying. What's going on in my head and what's going on in my mouth are often two totally different things. All right. The judges are likely to give one-on-one. I, I'll i be honest. Even though I did tip Ponsonibia, I probably did give that to Jeff. Uh, 29-28. I did give him two rounds. So that's just my opinion. Anyway, who's going to win this? Let's have a look at some odds here. I'm going to go for Cinto. I haven't even looked at the odds. Let's have a look at some juicy odds. Hang on. Did I even make a call about Muhammad? And, oh, hang on, I'm going to go Brogan Walker. That's going back a bit. And Usman, I'm going to go Usman. I don't know how, he better win. Oh, this this multi is going to be so fat. It is going to be the fattest multi that you've ever seen. Uh, I'm going to go Vicente. Yeah, Vicente is going to beat uh, Wondersaw. Um, Jesus Christ, that's going to get me in trouble. Vicente is going to get it done against Jeff Neal. Can he knock him out? I don't know. Has Jeff Neal ever been knocked out? I don't know. I didn't do research. I'm going to go for Cinto. He's a hot favourite. One fifty-four. Jeff Hands of Steel now. Hands of Steel uh, is two dollars forty-eight. This multi's going to be fat. Main event time. Tiago Santos against Yamaha or Yamaha? Is it Yamaha? Jamma. I'm pretty sure it's Jamma. I know it is Jamaha. Jamal. Jamaha. Jamaha. Ah. I don't know. Whatever. What, however you say his name. I'm, I'm not going to try these names. Everyone knows how bad I am with these names. All right, Santos. Oh, Tiago. He almost stole the light heavyweight belt. When I say stole, he almost won it uh, back in 2019. That was with two broken legs. Broken old legs, knees. Two injured knees. I say broken legs. Sounds more dramatic. Including that fight, though, he's gone one and four in his last fives. In his last five. That does something great for him. His only win is over Johnny in his lead-up to his title shot. He was an absolute beast. He was KOing the best. Let's have a look here. Let's have a look at who he was KOing. Who was KOing. Is that a word? Probably not. Okay, so he's uh, he's got a UD win over Kevin Holland. This is going back to 2018, right? This is in his lead-up to the UFC uh, light heavyweight championship fight. So he's got a K over over Eric Anders, Jimmy Manoa, when Jimmy Manoa was good, and he's also got a KO win over Jan Blachowicz. Jesus Christ. He's got a KO win over Anthony Smith, got a KO win over Jack Hermanson. He was just finishing everyone there, wasn't he? He was on a tear. His only loss in what's that? His only loss in the nine fights leading into that title shot was against David Branch, of all people. The reason this one, I do remember this one, I had uh, bet on for David Branch to KO him there, and it was 20 to 1. Oh, it was so juicy. And I put it on. I only put a dollar on. I want 20 bucks. That's fine. I'm not a big gambler. Everyone knows me. Since then, he has gone. What's he done? Oh, Jesus Christ. So he has gone, including John Jones, where he lost via split. Questionable. Uh, he has been subbed by Glover. Uh, he has... Gone, oh geez, he went, what did he go? Three rounds with Rackage? That's that's a tough gig. Beat Johnny Walker by decision. Johnny Walker, Jesus Christ. He's beat Johnny Walker by decision, and then he lost not that long ago. That was a UD win over from Magomed. Jesus. 
He's mm. fought some savages, hasn't he? He has just fought the top echelon. I suppose, though, you can't drop down because where is Tiago ranked here? This is going to this is going to the rankings here. So Tiago Santos is ranked six. I suppose that after a title shot, you're never going to be fighting pies. You don't want to be fighting unranked guys or guys ranked like below the top ten. You want to constantly be pushing, and he was pushing. And he fought some absolute animals in there. Glover, that's when Glover was on his run. Alexander, oh, that'd be hard. Magomed, he's way better than I thought. He really is. I wasn't a huge fan of him, I'll be honest. Dismantles it. Jesus, Magomed's been on a run, hasn't he? Remember that? He lost a... God, Magomed, Jesus, is off topic. Magomed is currently 18-1, and one, right? He's only lost... This is with 17 KOs, by the way. Oh, sorry, 10 KOs, by the way. His only loss was to Paul Craig back in 2018. Now, if you get a chance... I think there's something on YouTube about this. Um, I don't know. It's a bit of a dodgy copy, so I don't know how legal it is. He's fighting Paul Craig. Uh, this is when Vadum was fighting Volkov. Uh, this is in England. Uh, London. And Paul Craig, hometown favourite, even though he's from Scotland, same thing. Uh, it's not the same thing. I know. Don't get on my back. Uh, Paul Craig was losing this fight quite clearly. He was down three three rounds. Uh, he was going to lose all three rounds. He was done. And he's thrown up this triangle choke. And Magomed tapped at four minutes, 59. So one second to go in round three. And he tapped. It's easier said than done. You'd say, oh, should I just hang on for that extra second? I don't know about you, but if I got caught in a triangle choke, I'd probably, I'd probably tap beforehand. I'd probably hurt my neck or my back or my knees. My knees still struggling, by the way. Thanks for the concern. Thanks for all the messages from all you people who have zero concern for my welfare. So thanks, and I do appreciate it. Great, great work. Anyhow, what are we even talking about here? I don't even know what I'm looking at. Where are we going? Uh, he's had tough opponents. He's 38 years old. We're talking about Tiago Santos now. He's 38 years old. This, I would say, is his last chance. If, if he wants to, if he seriously wants to make a run at this title, I'll be honest, I don't think he can do it. Anyway, if he gets up here, Jamaha Hill's ranked 10. He's pretty much going to stay where he is. Maybe, maybe jump Anthony Smith because of the uh, the ankle uh, into number five. And then who's he got? He's lost to Glover. He's KO Yarn. Lost to Magomed and lost to Rakic. I don't know where he's going to go. Jiri's going to fight. I reckon Jiri's going to maybe fight Glover again. That's fair. Everyone likes Glover. That was a good fight. I don't know where Tiago's going. And at 38, mate, you're going to have to have at least three fights before you get another title shot. You're going to be around 40. And for all the 40-plus 40, 40 year-olds, you know that your body just doesn't want to play anymore after about, oh, I don't know, after about 30. Yeah. He's up against Yamaha Hill. Yamaha uh, Hill, 5-1-1. 5-1? What is five wins, one loss, and one no decision? Uh, he His no decision was he did win, but then he tested positive to THC, which is also marijuana. I don't even know if that's legal anymore. If it's illegal now. I don't know. Everyone says he's smoking it. His only loss was to Paul Craig, where he took... Have a look at that. Have a look at that arm break. Oh, it wasn't an arm break. It was a dislocation. Oh, he bounced back well. He's young. He, they bounced back. But uh, that's his only loss. So that's it. One loss. He's uh, coming off a... Oh, Jesus Christ. Yamaha Hill. Jamaha. Jamaha? I don't know. I'm just going to call him Hill from now. Does he have a nickname? I hope so. Let's have a look at this guy here. 
Yamaha. Oh, Yamaha Hill. Yamaha. I'm not. I'm just. I can't pronounce that name. I'm. I'm saying it right. I'm saying it right. One out of every four times. I'm just going to call him Sweet Dreams. Okay. So Sweet Dreams is coming off a KO win. Oh, two of the best KOs I've seen. And first one hurt me. First one broke my heart. That was against Jimmy Crute. Everyone knows I'm a Jimmy Crute fan. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, KO Jimmy Crute. That was pretty savage. And then that where he, he stiffened Johnny Walker. Jesus Christ, that was a, that was something else. So uh, he's coming off two wins. His hands are so underrated. Uh, he has wins. Well, let's have a look at some of let's have a look at some of Yamaha Hills. Let's have a look at some of Sweet Dreams wins. In the UFC the only other really good one he had was uh uh OSP where he um if you have a look, all right, I'm not gonna put it up here because YouTube will get me. Right. Is have a search up um search up yeah, Sweet Dreams Hill versus uh OSP, right? And fast forward to 8 minutes 29 and the commentary. I'm going to try to put a bit of an audio clip up here if it actually allows me to do it. All right, we'll see. We'll try this out, see if I get this taken down. All right, I'll set the scene because I can't put the video up because of copyright and I don't want to get my ass chewed out. So anyway, I'll, I'll basically explain what's happening. We're in round two. We've got about a minute 50 to go. If you actually search this, it's uh, uh, Oven St. Peru versus Jamaha Hell. UFC Vegas 16. This is this is what it says on YouTube. So just have a look at it. Jump forward to eight minutes twenty six into it, right? Okay, I'm just I'll set the scene. Uh, OSP he's backed up against the cage. He's in a world of trouble here, and Yamaha Hell Sweet Dreams is just coming forward and just throwing hands. Listen to the commentary. How confident is this commentary that uh, OSP is going to win? Have a listen. Pick his shots. Get beyond his jab as well. Guys, I think St. Prue can win this fight if he's southpaw. Every time he goes right-handed, he's taking damage. He's defending yourself. Oh, it's a defensive thing. He doesn't see the shots coming. That was some, that was some uh, world-class commentary there as uh, OSP just took about 15 unanswered shots up against the uh, against a, uh, against a cage and copped about three nays. So I don't know who that commentator is, but I'm pretty, much, uh, pretty sure I could do a better job. That's just me. Yamaha, sweet dreams. He is 31 and in his prime. He's in his prime. He's looking good. He's ranked 10. I reckon he's going to get this done. This is my opinion. Is Do I have the rankings up still? Jesus Christ. I need an intern. That's what I need. I need someone to come here to, to work the computers. If you have, If you know of someone that can work a computer and wants an internship, just hit me up. I don't know how. On... One of our social media, just write say, Brad, I want to be an intern and I want to do all your crap work for you and for free and then get nothing but just a hard time from the three of the Grokka crew. That's pretty much what I'm offering. So I know. I know it's a sweet deal. I know just calm down, people. Don't flood my inbox with these. All right, so Sweet Dreams is ranked 10 at the moment. If he wins this, where does he go? Um, maybe to nine. Doesn't go up high. Tiago will drop down. Maybe. Oh, Reyes is seven. Jesus Christ, what's happening to him? I reckon if 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 Sweet Dreams wins this, which he will, which I believe he will, I'm spoiler alert, he'll win. I reckon he's gonna go to six. That's what I reckon. I reckon Tiago is gonna drop back to nine. Paul Craig to ten. 
That's what I reckon. Yamaha, uh, Sweet Dreams will be at number six after this weekend. This is what I think. Probably going to argue with me. I tell you what would be absolute pure juice, right? Is if if he does win this, if uh, Yamaha Hill, if Sweet Dreams could drop down to fight Izzy, that would be tasty. Oh, that'd be so good. Imagine that. I reckon he's a chance. I mean, um, Sweet Dreams has got a bit of a dad bod on him. He could definitely drop a few kilos. Coming from me, I can say that because if anyone's seen me without a shirt on, it's nothing pretty. So um, I reckon that'd be good. I don't know. I know he's making a run at the uh, light heavyweight title. But imagine that. Oh, that'd be so good. Oh, that'd be good. Dana, do it. Make it happen. Sean Shelby. I don't even know who's running the show there anymore. Whoever's doing that. When Sweet Dreams gets it done this weekend, straight down. Say, mate, get off the beers. Get off the burgers. No Alec De Silva diet here. Go straight down and fight Izzy. That'd be so good. That'd, that'd actually probably be pretty good for him because while all this crap is going on in the light heavyweight division, because you've got Jiri the champ, you've got Glover wanting a rematch, you've got Jan, who definitely deserves it after what, after some of the stuff he went through, and then you've got Magomed, who is on this savage charge. So that that um, that top bit, you know, the next three, four title shots are definitely not going to include uh, Sweet Dreams. So Sweet Dreams, drop down. Drop down, fight Izzy. Take the belt, then challenge for the light heavyweight. Double champ. I'm predicting it. I predict the future. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think he can win the light heavyweight championship, but I reckon he's going to be, a, with those hands, I reckon he's a sweet chance against um, Israel. I don't know. This is my opinion. So anyway, for this one, I'm tipping Hill. Let's check out some odds here. Oh, yeah. Sweet Dreams is sitting at $1.33 and Tiago Santos, three thirty-four. I reckon this might be Tiago's last fight, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. And I reckon uh, Sweet Dreams is going to jump up to six and then drop down, fight easy, win the belt, come up, fight for the light heavyweight. So this is my opinion. Never popular, like me. So that's about it. I was like, geez, what's that? Just these are just over 30 minutes. Geez, I'm, I'm starting to like this actually being in the studio by myself with uh, without Anthony and Alec. Maybe maybe I'll get it like a chicken or something to replace Alec. I do enjoy Al Jermaine here. He is a cheat and he is the current Grelco champ, but don't mind him here. Alec, not so much. <laughs> so that's it, uh, everyone. Like and subscribe. I'm going to do another separate video because I know I did promise the juicy juiciness of, of a multi, a million to one multi. We're going to get the million to one uh, happening again. So I'm going to do another video next, or another video, recording, whatever you want to do, podcast. Uh, and it's going to be just based purely on the uh, the million to one bet. So I'm going to do that. That's only going to be a five-minute job. So I've got to work out these bets. I'm going to have that juice up and, uh, yeah, like and subscribe, all that stuff. You guys don't do it anyway. I don't care. Uh, if anyone's keen on a Grilka sticker or maybe even a poster from UFC 270, I don't know, 71, whichever one we just had. I've got a couple of spares. So hit me up and I'll send you one. Oh, jeez, I'm so generous. I'm such a generous man. All right, thanks for listening, everyone, those who did manage to get this far. And hopefully next week we'll have the peanut, Alec De Silva and Aljamain De Stefano. I know that's not how you pronounce your name. Uh, Aljamain De Stefano back in the studio. Thanks all and we look forward to seeing you next week.